Welcome to Open Mic with Mike Sherboneau, the show that provides Christian insights into contemporary moral and ethical values and dives deep into how your faith in Jesus changes the way you live your life. Now, here's your host, Mike Sherboneau. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the program. And tonight, I think it's just going to be extra special. Uh, we're going to be talking about a number of things tonight. And uh, as we talk about those things, well, uh, Vian King, she was on a couple weeks back and recently done a couple TV shows with her. Uh, amazing lady, Miss Wheelchair Canada 2017. But uh, apart from all that, she's been writing books. Uh, one's called Going Farther. Like, what a cool name. And, uh, and she's got her latest book, Contagious Courage. So I'm really excited to have her on the program tonight. We're going to be talking about just a lot of neat things about how to push on in the midst of adversity. I'm just going to try to make the connection here. I think finally we can do it. And uh, Spencer, we can't bring the guests on right now. I don't know what the problem is, but I'm going to let you figure that out um, while I am chatting. And uh, so, you know, as we think about um, all the good things that are happening uh, around us, it always seems to be interspersed with this big word COVID. Uh, I was just talking recently to uh, my daughter and uh, she said to me, she said, you know what? Uh, she said, dad, she said, it's just like COVID is a wet blanket. And uh, you know what? I kind of heard that it's over and over again, but we're on the line now and Vian is with us. Vian, are you there? Yes, I am, Mike. Thank you so much. Okay, I was doing what was called filler because they were trying to, uh, it was a digital connection, but now you're with us, so it's all going to be good, all right? Yes, no, absolutely. I was just uh, waiting patiently. <laughs> did you hear all the wonderful things I said about you? I, I did, I did, Mike. Thank all you right. so much, and the check is in the mail. <laughs> Man, I hope so, I hope so. But I got to tell you, it wasn't too hard to come up with those things. And uh, the only thing I didn't say is that you have a sense of humor, but it's not as good as mine. So it'll be a fun show for the next half hour. Oh, okay. it's all good. I only aspire to be like Mike. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So, hey, you're in <laughs> Edmonton. You're in Edmonton. Is it freezing cold yeah. or just frigid? <laughs> well, it's beautiful today, actually. It was, um, I don't know, might have been like plus four today. So it's, it's not too bad. But yeah, we do get some frigid temperatures, let me tell you. Oh, wow. Plus four. We had like minus 12, felt like minus 100 or something. But you know how they... I, I've never figured out that wind chill factor. I just think it's, uh, you know, the, uh, the weather person just kind of likes to exaggerate things. But anyways, it feels like whatever. Um, I know. We want to jump into the program tonight. And if people want to call in, they're welcome to call in. But I know we have a lot of stuff to discuss. Let me just give out the number. It's 800-684-2848. That's our long distance number all across Toronto, Niagara, and the greater Buffalo area. 800-684-2848. And in the Buffalo area, it's 883-5000. 883-5000. So, Vian, a couple questions uh, through your mind. Because living in a wheelchair, as you have for, uh, you know, many years now, you can feel like you've lost a lot of liberty and rights. And I just thought, let's just talk about that for a second before we get into some of the stuff you've been writing about and doing. Uh, what are your thoughts well, on stuff like this on COVID. Well, Mike, nothing like throwing, nothing like throwing me into the deep end. Uh, exactly. I just thought, but well, you can swim, so that's okay. 
I can, I can. A little mermaid-like, but uh, I can swim. But here, here's, here's the thing. Um, I, I don't want to get too political, I, uh, I, but I do know what it is to have rights and things taken from me. Here's, yeah. here's where I'll stand, and I'll put even a little plug, because uh, one of my courage cards, a quote that I stick to is, you can't control what happens to you, but you can control how you respond. And oh, I, like I think that how you respond uh, is very crucial and key. And I don't really want to get into a lot of the politics of it all. But listen, I can only control what I do and how I respond. And if I do it with dignity and respect and, um, you know, try to honor everybody's viewpoints in that kind of a, a tough topic um, for my own self, I, I try to just focus on what I can change and how I respond. And that's really all I can do at this point. You see, that's a brilliant answer because I believe that's the Jesus way. And what I'm looking forward to unpacking your courage cards with us in just a moment. We're going to explain that to our guests. But you see, how we respond is so important because stuff gets thrown at us mm -hmm. all the time. Um, yeah, I, I think that... wanting to. Um, sorry, I was just thinking about that that topic because there's been a lot of debate and conversation. There's been a lot of uh, questions about religion, uh, you know, uh, what our faith is, uh, what viewpoints we have, uh, you know, who's right, who's wrong. And if we're talking about faith and, and living the life of Jesus, like, honestly, it, I could be the most eloquent speaker. I could know, I could even, I can even, if I even had the answer to make this virus go away, if I had the answer, if I could speak like a thousand languages and I was an eloquent speaker, Heck, if even my prayers, like, you know, move mountains, but if I didn't speak it or, or share what I'm sharing in love, then it really doesn't matter. You nailed it. You nailed it. Right. God's given you an authority to make those kinds of comments. Now, I know your authority is the word of God and you're quoting from 1 Corinthians 13, and that's pretty cool. But yeah. just take a minute or two and give us a snapshot of who you are uh, take us back to just after you'd been engaged, what happened. Uh, not all our listeners uh, know the story. And then we're going to jump into, you know, 2022. Let me give you the cliff notes, the bullet point notes for those who are watching that don't know my story. Um, I was paralyzed at age 23, a week after I became uh, engaged to the love of my life. From that, uh, that was kind of... Uh, um, an event that happened that sent my life on a spiral. And while the thing happened to me, I couldn't control. But we all know that when you experience uh, pain in your life and you don't know how to handle or manage that pain, we often make bad choices and we revert to things to fill a void. And for me, I lost my identity, I lost myself, and I lost my independence literally from a virus and didn't know if I was going to now have the life that I wanted to live with a, a man who loved me. Would he still stay? Would I still have the life that I wanted to impact and inspire people? Um, so the first answer is yes, he did stay. Um, you know, I was paralyzed in the hospital and they didn't know if I was going to live or die. Um, and while I had a lot of questions, my biggest question was, would this man still want me? And I thank God that he said yes. But you have to understand that was the beginning of a long road of pain for me because I still had to love and accept myself. 
And I think that a lot of us right now, uh, through whatever we're going through, um, was one of my biggest challenges, is loving myself, because it wouldn't matter uh, how much she said, I love you, and I you know, want to stay together, um, that I had to love and, and love myself. And even in through all that, um, we had a lot of struggles in our marriage, financial uh, challenges, um, communication breakdown, and all this, that re- really, at the end of the day, my decision to pull away from our marriage was based on my insecurities of not feeling enough. So here I am, like, will I be a good wife? Can I, you know, and so my insecurities literally pulled me away from Vaughn. And um, I ended up uh, going out on my marriage and being unfaithful. Now, there's a lot to unpack in there. And uh, you might think, oh, well, he stayed in your dessert bag, who cheats and all that kind of stuff. And I understand that. But there's more to the story because I believe we all know that it takes two uh, to have a marriage breakdown. And what I love about the fact that he stayed was that even through the journey of me being unfaithful and wanting to walk away, he really did show me what truly the love of Christ was because he stayed and he loved me without judgment. And I believe that that is a huge lesson that he taught me through the life of uh, how he taught me that that is truly the life uh, that Jesus led. And so I want to say to your listeners, and even as encouragement as, uh, as we move along here, that if you are feeling judged and condemned through under the umbrella of religion, I want to tell you that's not who Jesus is. And it's strictly man-made religion and not love. And I would say that if you're part of a church or an organization that makes you feel that way, that's not um the love of Jesus. And for me, the reason why I pulled away from my faith and went so far the other way was because um, I felt that Vaughn deserved better, but I was under the impression that I was no longer lovable. And Jesus will never turn you away. No matter Very interesting. Yeah. You know, as you're talking about that, I'm just thinking, you know, you being so transparent and sharing that part of your story, it's very interesting the lies that we tell ourselves. And sometimes that's to rationalize our behavior. Sometimes it's to make ourselves feel better. Sometimes it's uh, for other reasons. I'm just thinking of a family that have been reaching out to me um, where there's been unfaithfulness as well. And um, unfortunately, the, um, the unfaithful partner is not repentant and all sorts of excuses. But in the same breath, there's huge, huge pain. Um, let's jump yes. ahead. Let's talk about the yeah. pain because you've experienced all sorts of pain, the loss of mobility, the dreams, the passions of life. God has allowed you to gain some mobility and we're grateful for that. And we're believing for a full return at some point in God's grace. Yeah. Um, but you talk, you've written a book called Courageous, uh, Contagious Rather Courage. And yeah. in that book, uh, you have something called Courage Cards. And you just referenced that when we were talking about COVID. And as we're talking about that, you know, you talked about how it is that we can handle the things that are done to us. We always have a choice, don't we? Mm -hmm. Speak into that thing. How am I going to handle when I am devastated for whatever the reason, whether it's someone who's been unfaithful or not kept their word, and that can be in so many different categories, um, because we've all let people down. And... uh, Mm -hmm. But maybe we've we've lost our job. I know what that's like. I know what it's like actually to be fired. And I'm thinking, what for? Everything's going great. (laughs) 
And uh, yeah. you don't want to yeah. say that when you're a pastor. No. Um, so you how, do you, how do you handle that? Yeah. Well, I think a lot of times when people are trying to support people who are hurting, especially people, like we want to have answers, right? Um, a lot of times there are no answers. It's sometimes sitting in, uh, in, in, the, in the harsh realities of things that we don't want to face. Um, for me, I had to face the harsh reality of what I'd done and own up to it and move forward. Now, Vaughn and I, Vaughn actually um, would say that um, how we were able to move forward. Like, let, let me just say that there's a lot we can do and has nothing to do with prayer. Like, we have to get up in the day. We know we need to do the next right thing. We know we need to do right by people. There's things that we know that we have to do. But for me, in my walk in our life, the moment that we started removing God from the center of our life, that's when really things started to fall apart. And because of our insecurities and not knowing who we are, for me, I, um, I, I think that finding my faith again gave me the confidence to be able. Uh, okay, let me jump in. Let me jump yeah. in. I want you to explain something. You talked about things went sideways when Christ was no longer the center of your life. So we have a lot of people listening tonight and they're not sure they're a Jesus follower or not. Why would that make any difference? And help us understand that point. Wow, you're not uh, you're not holding back any punches tonight, are you, Mike? No, um, uh, let's just, we're talking to our neighbors. We're no, talking to I, our I friends. I think that's a really, yeah, no, I think that's a really good question. Um, if, I'm, if I'm understanding you, um, you want me to clarify the comment about uh, life made sense more or something when I had Jesus at the center of my life. Oh well, yeah, you you always said that you and your husband, your husband Vaughn, you you know things started to go off track when your faith in God wasn't central anymore. I just wanted you to explain right. that before we go on. Yes, yes, that's a good question. I'm glad you asked it because I want to to uh, also um, say into that that don't get it twisted. Life still sucks sometimes. You still get hurt. You still like, you know, our last conversation uh, via text message, I was telling you that my roof literally caved in in the basement. Like your world sometimes literally falls apart. That same day, Mike, I literally ended up in the hospital this past, this past week and uh, might get emotional, but like things always still get tough. Um, I wow. still fight fear. And uh, like I was having chest pain. For, the, for like a few days without realizing what was going on. I didn't know. I was like, okay, well, I just pushed it off. Long story short, here I am in the hospital. Uh, next thing you know, I'm going for a CAT scan, uh, or sorry, I'm going for uh, blood work. I'm going for x-rays. I'm going for, um, you know, EKG. And they're like wondering if I was having a heart attack and all these things. And I'm like, uh, and then when my blood work came back with an abnormality, that they're thinking this might be a blood clot. Oh, like, boy. might. I had to come to some, like, it was tough, right? And um, as, I, as I think about what I would say to somebody um, who wonders how is your life any better, I'm going to tell you that it doesn't mean you can't get upset. It doesn't mean you can't hurt. It just, he comes in with you and sits with you in that hurt, just like a friend. When you're mm. alone experiencing something, how much nicer is it when someone can sit with you with a coffee? Right? That's what Jesus does in my life. That's what he did in our marriage. Yeah. It, it, still, it doesn't mean that you don't have to have those crappy conversations of where you went wrong. Follow your pride and work through all of the crap that life throws at you or things that go wrong. 
but if you're waiting for things to get better before you feel like that you can be good enough or whatever, that will never happen. But for me, well, how I can qualify that my life made sense with Jesus, it didn't mean to say that things wouldn't go wrong. It just meant that he can give me peace. Was I afraid? Was I scared when I was sitting in that waiting room waiting to know if I had a blood clot or if I was having a heart attack or if I was even going to live? Like, yeah. I mean, it sounds, you know, a little bit extreme, but like, honestly. Those thoughts go through your mind, don't they? Those are the thoughts in our minds. And we have yeah. to wrestle down those giants all the time. We have to. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, this is, I, I lay on my couch as I waited to go for that CAT scan. And I had a real conversation with God. And I said, God, I said, if it's your will to take me now, I'm ready. If my life means more now and can win more people for you not here on this earth, then please be with the people I leave behind. But know that I am okay, whatever you decide. But if you don't decide to take me now, watch out, because the enemy is in for like Anyway, I get all <laughs> fired up, because this has been a really emotional week, and I'm glad that I was able to come and share with you. Um, but you can't really explain how Jesus is there for you unless you experience him. And I can only tell you my experience, if you know what I mean. Wow, that that is so powerful, so powerful. Um, and, and thank you for being so transparent. Um, you've written a book. Um, going yeah. further in contagious courage and just by what you've been sharing right now i mean your courage is rubbing off on me uh a whole mm. bunch of things i've been dealing with going through my mind and i'm saying okay mike you know what uh jesus is enough for uh vian he's your jesus is more than enough for me and we hold on yeah. to that. Um, yeah i asked yeah. you to bring a couple of your your courage have i got the right name courage cards yeah, yeah, Contagious Courage, they're, they're Contagious Courage, they're um, uh, 31, con <laughs> I, got, uh, I got all like a little uh, a short of breath there and I lost my thought, but or lost my words, but they're 31 Courageous Courage Cards, con okay. uh, Courageous Cards that provide powerful words of like affirmation for every day and encouragement. So before we get into them, give out your website, we're going to give it out again, but people want to, I know people are going to want to go there and get a copy of some of your books, uh, but also just to track in with you. What's, what's the best website? Yes, it's uh, www.goingfarther.org. That's going, F-A-R-T-H-E-R.org. Okay, I love that, goingfarther.org. And uh, so we got these little uh, cards, and you've already shared one of them. Yeah. Jump in and share, the, share whatever one you want first. We've got about 10 minutes you left. Know to share this with you because as I, uh, my mom uh, we were talking today and uh, my mom was talking about my courage cards to me today and actually I said oh I want to share this with you tonight um, is because she said Vianne what you have written and how you've poured out with your pain it will come and be an encouragement not only to those that read it for generations or, or weeks or, or months and years ahead but it's for me too because she pulled a card for me today and this is the card that she pulled what giants are you facing did you know that every giant you face is an opportunity for an even bigger victory so when we face things right yes. we don't know how we're going to get through it but when you get through it come out swinging on the other side 
boy, you can you can scream louder that victory, right? But if there's things that you, if you go through life and you don't have any challenges, how can you really experience that bigger victory? Wow. That's so powerful. That's so powerful. And so when you say you come out swinging, have you ever afraid that sometimes you might not be swinging? Well, I'm going to tell you this past week. Um, uh, first of all, I want to tell you that the day before I went into the hospital with chest pain, uh, right. it was Sunday. And I'm okay. telling you, Mike, I've had some pretty powerful um, moments with the Lord in prayer. But Sunday was one of like the most powerful moments. I, I don't even have time to express how I felt. And I felt I had this like this uh, this really strong awareness of the power that God was wanting to uh, download in me for this next season and whatever that looks like. I didn't know, but I just knew that there was there was something powerful. And then this next week, I am I, I'm literally in pain nonstop, constantly uh, allowing there, allowing these fears to play with my mind. And for for this week, the enemy was trying to rob my joy. And I've been praying through, and yes, it's been hard, and I have to keep talking myself through this. No, um, God has got me no matter what. And so how I used the enemy in that was like, you know what? It doesn't matter where you bring me or what you, where you put me. I'm still going to praise you. I'm still going to praise your name, and I'm still going to give you glory. And, um, and so when, uh, when, when you go through those things, right, uh, yeah. those battles, and you come out swinging. So this week when I thought that I was losing my joy, I'm like, God, please help me rise above this. You know, there were there were times where I was like, oh, man, I really need your prayer. Call on my prayer warriors. But then something lifted. Just yesterday morning, I woke up and I was singing this song, Devil Ain't Gonna Steal My Joy. Devil Not Gonna Steal My Joy. And, um, and it's so true because I'm like, devil, I don't care what you do. You know, whatever life throws at you, whether it's the devil or whether it's just life or just bad pizza or bad luck, whatever it is, Right. Um, right. He can do whatever he wants to do, but he can't. I I can control how I praise him. And like Paul, Paul was in prison and in chains and was beaten, and he said, "I consider it all joy." Why? Because it's because of that. People wouldn't want to hear anything I had to say if my life was filled with a, a, a life of peace with no challenges. But I think the biggest thing that people need to see now more than ever. Is, is is people going through some SHIT and this life that just doesn't make sense right now. And there's the, the world is literally go, going to, to hell in a handbasket. It's falling apart, and nobody's got anything to hang on to. And dear Jesus, if, if people can look at me and say, how can she still have joy? Then that is how I know he's real. Wow. That's very powerful, Vian, as you uh, just share from the heart. And um, I'm so grateful, I'm grateful that uh, we're chatting tonight, that God's allowed our paths to cross. And uh, it is uh, inspiring as I listen to you. And uh, to get, because, you know, we all have different paths to walk. And God's called me to take some steps of faith in their days. Uh, I kind of feel like that Mr. Bean um, video clip where he's swimming in the pool. And he gets, you know, he looks at the high diving board and he thinks this is pretty cool. I'm going to go up there. And all of a sudden he gets up yeah. there and he's looking and uh, it's, it's comical. But suddenly it's just bigger than life. And he doesn't go over until yeah. the kid comes along and gives him a boot. 
So um, <laughs> a little bit of levity in the middle of it, but that's exactly how we feel. We're holding on and it just seems suddenly so high. You know, from the bottom, yeah. the mountain looks like you can climb it, but the higher up you go, uh, it's like being on a high ladder. You know, you know, I just keep looking up. I don't want to keep looking down. And yeah. uh, we yeah. go there. Give me another courage card. We got five minutes yes, left. Yes, and it's actually my final thought that I want to leave with you today because I know that there are people still struggling to understand or even how they can. And with me, I'm not perfect. I don't always get it right, and this is a quote. I don't always get it right, but I'm willing to trust God for the strength to swallow my pride and lead with love, right? Like we hurt each other without, we, we hurt and we, we wound with our words, sometimes in our best intentions. When Even when you're trying to encourage someone, you realize, oh my goodness, that was the wrong thing to say and I didn't mean to. But when you know that you're leading with love, you will swallow your pride. And so if you're hurting today, if someone's been hurt by, if you've been hurt by someone, then, you know, I, I pray that you will look at man as we're all imperfect people, right? In pursuit of God and he's perfect. And when we put our expectations on God, we will never get let down. And that we love grace to lead with love with each other. Hey, let me ask you a different question as we're wrapping up here tonight. Uh, you, you've just been so vulnerable and honest and I'm grateful for that. When you're walking through unresolved mess, what advice would you say to people? You know, maybe that getting through the mess is going to be a process of a month or a year or even longer. Hopefully not. What advice would you give? As, as really, yeah, I'm, that's a really good question, Mike. And uh, I'm actually speaking on the, the concept of long suffering. Now, when, I never really understood what it meant to grow in long suffering. What is it? What is actually long suffering? I, I, I read a, a de the definition of this by an author uh, a long time ago, and they said, long suffering is going on with a knife in your heart. And that is hard and painful to do, but the only way you can move forward is to allow God to take care of whoever it was that hurt you or that ever that pain and, and keep trusting God to go on. It doesn't mean that that knife is not twisting and not hurting, but that's how you grow in long suffering. It means that um, you can still go on, you can still go on, but let God heal the pain and, and keep giving it to him. Say, keep, keep giving it to him and say, God, this sucks until he's able to remove that knife. And then the knife still leaves a, a deep wound. And then until that wound heals over, it's God, I'm going to keep going until that wound becomes a scar. God, I'm going to keep going until the blood stops or I'm going to keep going until it's just now a reminder of all that you've done. And, and, you know, and I don't know when that process is. It could be, it could take years. But as you talked about that, Vian, two things came to my mind about Jesus. It was interesting. He was going through the mess of the cross. And one mm -hmm. of his final words was, Father, forgive them uh, for yeah. they don't know what they do. And yeah. to me, I'd have to have about a thousand years of counseling to get to that point. Mm -hmm. But yeah. you know what? That, that can be an excuse because the supernatural power of Christ is available today so that we can it walk is. in freedom. And it actually says about Jesus when he went to the cross, who for the joy set before him endured the mm -hmm. cross. Uh, yeah. Vian, your website is www.goingfarther, F-A-R-T-H-E-R. F-A-R-T-H-E-R. That's right. Yeah. Dot org. 
and uh, I can still spell that. I can smell the, I can smell, I can spell the small words. Uh, last thought, give me, I'm going to give you the last word, which could take an hour, but love you anyways. I'll give you the last Actually, 30 I'll, seconds. I'll pull, the quote, yeah, I'll pull the quote from today as my final word. And understanding okay. where you're and how to prepare for the destination ahead. And I don't know what that looks like for you but it will have a profound impact on your overall well-being and success. So understanding where you are going and how to prepare. I don't know what that looks like for you, but I want to let you know that knowing is incomplete unless you actually do something. And so that first step is going to be hard, but whatever that looks like today, whether it's letting someone love you where you are or reaching out to a friend, whatever that looks like, I just pray that you will find the strength to take that next right step today. Vian, if this was a, a live talk show with uh, an audience, you know, like for TV, I, I know that I'll be standing applauding because you're speaking words of truth and grace. Thank you for being with us tonight. Look forward to uh, having you back on this program again and also on our TV show. Uh, thank you. So as you listen, as you process all these different things, ask God that he would give you discernment. What is the right way? What is the path moving forward? And let's remember that at some point, we're all gonna be called to stand for what we believe in. And if you don't know what you're gonna believe in, you're gonna fall for everything. If we can be of any help to you, write to me, mike at northendchurch.ca. Have a great evening, and we look forward to seeing you next weekend. The preceding program has been sponsored by Find The Way Ministries.